enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. For those of you tuning in for the first time, my name is Aaron and I will be your host tonight as we discuss all things comedy and we just having a good ass time tonight on the show. Uh, I got a really, really good friend on. You guys are going to love him. Uh, he's been one of my friends here since I, honestly, since I moved to LA. Temple of Geek Podcast, we've been around since 2012. Here we discuss and celebrate fandoms and all things geek. And for our returning listeners, thank you again for turning in with me today. It's our special guest, very funny comedian. Again, very good friend of mine, good friend of the show. I've known this guy since I've been in L.A. Uh, he's been in hella commercials, and I'm going to say hella a lot on this show because my man is from the Bay yeah, Area, yeah. and the Bay Area is very important to me. He's got, he, he's been the hardest working comedian during COVID, you guys. Uh, my man, he got a EP, most recently came out, Anya Malik in pre-COVID-19 Black Mirror Bandersnatch Remix Bars the ep that's the longest fucking album name ever give it up to my homeboy anya malik how you doing my man i'm doing incredible man yeah i'm doing real good I'm, thank you for having me on your program man man it's 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 been a minute like it's it's been some time since we actually i think right when the last time we saw each other was like a couple weeks before everything shut down and I was like, once I got once I got this gig, I was like, all right, I gotta have Anya on the show, and then we gotta figure out the scheduling and stuff because I've been busy with stuff in my life. I know you've been busy as hell because you still cranking out comedy albums and stuff like it ain't no thing. Which I ain't mad at you, so I'm glad to have you on, man. Yeah, no, how could you be mad at that? You know, no, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not mad either, man. I'm furious. That's why you know uh, it's it's such a good time to be alive and doing things during this time and it's like you know I, when when you're on pause i had a bunch of i had a bunch of footage left over from okay comedy shows and just sitting up in my phone and stuff like that and a lot of it was just good moments you know captured in comedy and then i you know decided to take the best of those and it was I, you know capable of doing this over a a, a live stream similar to what we doing now but it was on like a live like a live one of them webcasts you know i'm not gonna name the network because okay I'm not trying to get promo right now but it wasn't youtube you know uh and you, they don't get promo either but it was like one of those type of situations okay but i was able to do this so yeah i was able to to record another album uh and distribute it i have a relationship with my distribution network so it wasn't like an inconceivable thing to do it was work though just coordinate because i don't engineer you know what i mean shout out right. to fancy footwork chrome you know what i mean i don't i don't create artwork uh for my album shouts out to ed greer you know and uh it's you know, it's been on the show too it, it is that dude ed yeah ed been on the show that's dope yeah. man yeah Ed's a dope artist i've worked with him with all with like all of my artwork on my projects ever since I was going to artists. I've only fooled with Ed Greer. Uh, it's really dope how he's, we've been able to just do chopping it up and kicking it in comedy. We've been able to, to get on a sink where I could explain something and he could, he could create it visually. Uh, and so that's, 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 that's dope to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, 
shouts out to everybody, you know what I mean? Even uh, uh, Nomad Nolens with Mad Records uh, and uh, Orchard, the Orchard, they distribute. Just everything is possible for me to do. And so, you know, especially if you're taking stuff quarantine seriously and stuff, you know, I might as well stay at home and, and work on this and do this, you know? Exactly. And, like, I think a lot of people don't see, like, how much work it actually goes into making, like, an album or, like, creating something. Because, like, I've written books and stuff, and that's hard work. And I know creating an album, that's hard work as hell because, like, you got the art, you got the engineering, you got sound control and all that stuff. And if you don't know how to do all that stuff yourself, it's not a bad thing to go outsource that help, especially when you got dope brothers like Ed doing a, doing the artwork. Cause I, like, like you said, like I go to Ed for artwork as well too. So, and, and he's dope with it. So like, no, I'm saying, yeah, even looking at it in albums no more now because albums, you mentioned it. I've done a lot of them or I've done it like a few, I've done five of them before this project. Okay. It's not even, I wouldn't even consider uh, a complete album yet. You know, it's not complete yet because I'm still like you just said that long ass title of the EP. <laughs> that's that's the EP that's off the album, but it's a whole you know project. Okay. So then even even having a, a opportunity to to go further with just like an album release and say because it's not just about the album too. Because you know I've been thinking about comedy and they release like music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the music game albums and streams it's the it's the same it's really essentially the same entertainment game once you get in, get into deep ass licensing and ownership of the of the, of the, the content um it's really just like pure game and so then it's like you know looking at it how music music labels or musicians release their albums i did a single first and really this is a, a six nine yay malik's xx clarity technology and sex it's an album that's a part of the release that I released after the singles where it's just like, you know, these three bits, <laughs> these three jokes that uh-huh. I was really getting off before COVID was like, okay, well, let me just release these in a project that's like teasing the thing. And even in quarantine, I had started freestyling. Um, and so I wanted to put a freestyle just like on one of the homie, oh, shouts out to Danny Sparks with the beats. Because uh, that was my COVID activity, just rapping over beats, you know, just freestyling, whatever's on my mind, uh, bars at noon, just around noon on a Monday or a Friday, a Monday and or a Friday, I'll just be spitting freestyle. So I even got to include that into the working of the project, you know, and that's, and that's, that's the, you know, that's the, I think the, one of the benefits of just sitting at, at home is like, damn, I could even do that where I'm just sitting at, you know, just getting inspired by everything getting cut off around you, yeah. basically. Give you that capacity to be, okay, well, I can release, okay, I can do a single off the shit that I'm about to release instead of just releasing the album. Oh, man, let me just put these songs on here. And see, you know what I mean? Just get that warmed up and then, wow, even though I released the album, let me, let me take some some of the jokes off the album and release them separately with some bonus tracks as like a separate EP, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, and that's, it's a dope ass idea and it's, and it's working. So, you know, and yeah, no, I'm hyped to even be able to link up with all my collaborators and, and continue to do that. Especially, especially just because it's available to be done, you know, and yeah. that's kind of my approach to anything. I'm, 
you know, if it's if it's able to be done, I'm gonna make it happen. I feel you, and that and that's the way it needs to be. Now, uh, for the listeners, especially something like a day like that, a lot of it don't just it, it just really just wait on me. Basically, my bad. No, no, no. You good? You good? Don't even trip. So for the listeners listening now, uh, I know I got a lot of Aaron explains the universe listeners crossing over and stuff. You guys may recognize Anya Malik from a previous episode, but for those of y'all who just now hear Anya for the first time, tell us how you got into comedy. Uh, I, man, that's. I mean, really, getting into comedy is a, a funny. A funny phrase. You just go perform comedy. I, and then I, as soon as you get, I'm be, you know, I'm you know, I'm being general as hell on purpose because because yeah, no, I'm just, I never really even examined that question. You know, to get into something that like ain't got nobody interviewing, right? Me. Yeah, um, except for, it ain't like you, you could know, just walk up to a place, but hey, yo, I need an application for comedians and stuff. No, you you literally yeah, just I'm go a, on and. and you're right. And you crash and burn, but like, but what? Basically, let me clarify myself. Uh, what what inspires you to get on stage? Oh man, I think I, I think I talked about this on the other show. Yeah. So I won't like get super expansive because you can, y'all can listen to that and get exactly podcast. And it's a dope episode too. I remember the episode. But if you you cross reference it, man, I'll break that down. But like, long story boring. I said some funny shit in the car, like I usually do. Uh, not always in a car, but I'm usually saying something <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and the, the driver had an accident, and I was like, "Man, I've been funny. This is all me." So I'm gonna go do comedy. Um, yeah, that's a long story, boring. But but then, like you know, after doing like a few, this is in Oakland. I started, and so you know, it had to be. It's some funny ass rooms, man. There's some rooms where, you know, they don't really <laughs> they don't really fuck with you. Right. You know, you gotta give up the mic, man. <laughs> you gotta give it up. You gotta give it up, man. Like places like Dorsey's Locker. Uh-huh. Uh, man, I had some like uh-huh. Yeah, man. Some good some good laughs that make you feel like you really did something if you can make these folks <laughs> if you get these folks laughing. That's crazy, but you can. I've also been on the other side of that. We're like, oh, they're not fucking with you today. And you gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they're not fucking with you today, brother. Oh, you go. You got them today. Oh, wow. And it was like a thing. So it was like real dope to be doing. But um, I think the market I was in, I was in the Bay Area, and I didn't really, uh, I didn't really see no expansion for me. To the levels that I was working at Trader Joe's, and I was also uh, a motherfucking. What was I doing? I was doing radio. I was a journalist in the Bay. Okay. Um, okay. I was doing like, uh, I was doing freelance uh, content production for a nonprofit that would sell the shit to NPR. So I probably produced and and uh, voiced probably over a dozen pieces that aired on NPR and at the same time was uh, doing an independent, I was doing a podcast, I was doing a, a show, a TV show, a public access. Well, it wasn't a public access because these brothers had the whole time locked down oh, okay. and gave me a show oh, to okay. put out a video show. So I had Yizzle's Kingdom, <laughs> which was the name of a podcast I was doing hella long ago like before podcast was really a thing 
and before definitely before they like make you clamp down on the music because I was just playing a bunch of, I was playing a bunch of music and I was playing the slaps uh but on the video show I was also playing the videos of the slaps that I like that oh, had damn. videos and homeboy rotation that I like oh damn you got this oh I'm gonna play this on the video oh damn you got this oh I'm gonna do this uh, so I have uh, I think this shit broadcast only to East Oakland and Hayward. No, but I, you know, I just had platforms. I was just right, able to right, do stuff, right. You had, you, know, you had and, some uh, kind of reach, so that's not a bad thing. Yeah, man. I think I was working at a, I was working at Trader Joe's, and some kids had recognized me from this <laughs> show from from Yizzle's Kingdom. They they like you, Yizzle's Kingdom. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta get up. Yeah. I gotta get up out of here. Yeah. I'm like, man, get me up out of here, man. Yo, so uh, I gotta get up out of here. I got, I got a funny story <laughs> on top of that too, because like, if you in entertainment, I never told that story. I, no, I, I never heard that one. Now, and I've, I've known you for a while. I was like, that's that's when I started putting my plan into yeah. motion to move out out of, out of L.A. Uh, I would have moved to like New York, but. The weather and they was not cool on the weed. Uh, <laughs> they probably cool on the weed now, but the weather. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm not my. I'm not. I'm not. Shouts out and love to the East Coast. I don't know how y'all do it, but that's what's Look, up. I moved. I moved out here from uh, Chicago, so I don't do cold. But like, yeah. Um, case in point, but you know, ain't, ain't yeah. I feel you. But like, it's funny you bring that up because it's like something you said that caught my attention it made me laugh a little bit like in entertainment you had those moments where it's like people don't just jump into doing like things in the entertainment biz and just leave whatever job they got you know especially here in la you will run into somebody like at a restaurant or at a home depot or something who really don't want you to see them at their day job and you'll be like hey yo ain't oh man i've had that oh man. yeah I, i've oh, had man. it too i'm like hey ain't you the dude from i'm like look, <laughs> like, look I, and it happened again it happened in la man and that's what another thing was is that i learned that you know <laughs> it can happen it can happen to you and it was probably better that it happened in that market for me yeah <laughs> now that i think about it in high because i didn't quit the job you know right right i like transferred <laughs> transferred down to la and then yeah eventually stopped working there started working other places uh we was working together at some yep. point actually the place we was working um i was i was i was in the middle of my job and somebody is like you to do from the commercial right <laughs> and i'm like oh yes yes that's me uh would you like water exactly <laughs> right right you need you need some of that ranch so i was like okay yeah you wish you, you is this you good with you? is everything are y'all good though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that but yes that was me and i i, was, <laughs> I had a joke i had a joke and i still tell people this i'm gonna open a restaurant one day and I'm going to just hire nothing but people in the entertainment industry. And I'm going to call it the don't tell nobody I work here bar and grill. Because that's some real shit that'll happen up here. You'll walk into some place, see somebody that you've seen in a commercial or in a, sometimes in a movie. And they like they really want to know if you need some ranch or you need another round of drinks up in there. That's a reality out here. And like fucking Elvin from the Cosby show got caught he was working in trader joe's and people was tripping on him on that and i'm like dude yeah he, my man gotta work you know it ain't no ain't nothing to be ashamed of but you know well no it wasn't it wasn't the sh it wasn't no that it's the shame it's it's like you know yeah it's 
I get it. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to be you don't want to be recognized there because it's not you not. Chances are, too, even there, you're probably not getting your just due. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. It's not yeah. <laughs> so it's like already like a janky situation that you cashing me in versus, you know, me and my glory. Like, yeah, you saw that. So I mean, I'm getting some mailbox money. That's tight, you know. Um, but it ain't came yet. And I'd rather you see me when I'm on me time. Yeah. I, I would much that. rather be recognized on me time than when I'm at. Because I'm trying to be, yeah. I'm, doing, I'm looking at doing more of that, but I, but it's it's that happens on so many levels too, man. Like it's 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 a it's a thing out here, where it's you know you have to kind of accept it <laughs> <laughs> until you don't have to accept until you don't have to. Exactly. But it's like a reality. Yeah, yeah, and but I guess it feels better out here for that to happen than anywhere else, though. You know, it's somewhere else. It'd be like, oh, this dude is over there. <laughs> this dude is over there doing this. This shit. So, um, people to know. So, like, let's let. So, you released just this year, uh, three EPs, right? Uh, one, no, two singles and an EP. Oh, two singles the, and an EP. Okay, recent, my bad. I, I, I was. Uh, yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, the most recent EP you said, uh, you named it already, Anya Malik in pre-COVID. Black Mirror Bandersnatch Remix Bars. That's the most latest EP featuring uh, the high-tech humor that I put on uh, uh, Bars at Noon. Not Bars at Noon. Um, Black Mirror and the Flying Cars and uh, Bandersnatch with the personal flying devices. It's the Black Mirror Bandersnatch joke. I could reference it, but it's kind of like a it's not highbrow humor. It's just a funny way to tell a joke. Okay. And they even put Snatch where it's like the joke got an alternate ending. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it depends on how you I put it. You know what I mean? And that's about as deep as I could spoil it. <laughs> that's about as deep as I could spoil it. But for, to have a, a scenario where I could do that and then also remix the freestyle that I did with some features, um, you know, the bars at noon freestyle. Uh, I had an opportunity to get Lil B, the bass guy, the bass one himself, and I am Sue, the heartbreaker, you know what I mean, the uh, Bay Area legend yes, sir. from where I'm from. That's just, you know, making things happen and, and even give them, give they, you know, just pitch them the idea of fucking with the beat. Exactly. And they was also with it. And so, you know, um, even just being capable to make that happen, I'm not selling it right now. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> selling it right now because it's just like, I'm still like, oh, that's hella a dope thing that I did, you know, that I was able to do in the, in the lockdown was put some more material out off of the album. Six Nine Yay Malik's XX Hilarity Technology and Sex. There's another single I released off that, the OnlyFans uh Six nine game Malik Sex X in OnlyFans only Dance Second Wave. <laughs> OnlyFans Dance Second Wave, which is I took the OnlyFans material off that and made a, a, a dance song. Shouts out to DJ Bree Geiger. Made a dance song and put some more material uh, from another set that was recorded in COVID. So either somewhere, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, no, it was definitely online. Uh, but it was a dope ass Zoom though, because I think you could hear the laughs. So on that okay, 
Um, now <laughs> you know how they be leaving some of the mics yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they leave the mics on. Yeah, so they they're not gonna leave everybody's mics on. It ain't gonna sound like a. It ain't gonna sound like a thing. You know, you're not gonna see the chat. Lol. No. You know, but you know, you you can hear a couple of laughs in there. It's funny. It's because it's still interactive. Yeah. So I included that one, and then the, of course the first single was. Uh, six nine yeah Malik X X in NASA Drip bars at noon. That was the first single, and they kind of like coincide with this visual. If you, if you go to AnyeMalik.com, uh, I'm doing like a low key comic strip explaining all this shit. You know, it's in development, and they kind of coincide with the singles and releases, uh, the single, the EP. And the singles, but they all kind of coincide into telling this futuristic, dystopian, future kind of comics type of story. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm like fucking with all that shit simultaneously, uh, and even got some more things in the works with that because it's the pro. Like I said, the project is not complete, and so that's even you know. That's even uh, an exciting thing to even still have some ins- inspiration left over. All right. For the next project, I'm thinking like the project after. So I'm like, man, like I'm like swollen with inspiration right now. Like it's like a bunch of things I can do, and like the material, of course, the material just is like, like, just hella just keeps coming, and that's the dope part about comedy too in the way that I do comedy, I get to really just tell the jokes and let them be. And, you know what I mean? Pick them up and put them down at my disposal. Because a lot of times when comedians, you get a good joke, they kind of just hang on to the joke yeah. for dear life. They will, it'll be like, it'll start with like part one and then you got like part 27. It's like a whole hour on one bit. And I'm like, dude, man, it's, it's all right. You ain't got to sing purple rain every night. It's cool. They, yo, they, yo, you ain't got to sing purple rain every night. <laughs> shit. That's a good way to put it, man. It's like, yeah, I get to actually release a lot of this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the artistic sense in that I'm not holding on to it no more. And so I'm like, because uh, I can say, let me, let me release. Because I can say that every time you and I have done shows with each other, like your set has always been different. Like, you, like you, you see some, <laughs> oh, yeah. you see some it's comics have like they, they, they whole set from front to back, and you can almost recite it back to them and stuff. Right. Like I got my greatest hits too. Right. I'm not gonna say that I'm immune to that or anything like that, but like I'll dice in some new material that I'm confident about putting in. But it's like right. some people would just be like, all right, here's his. A to Z, however way I'm gonna put it out there, and I'm gonna just roll steamroll through this. But like literally every time that I've seen you perform, which has been like pretty much every time that me and you, it's been a number of times me and you and I perform together. It's always been different, and for the most part, it's always been kind of dope. So I'm I'm like that. That's that's fucking cool, you know that you and you've always been like a fountain of like material and stuff. Like we used to work together. You and I would just bounce jokes off just 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 to pass the time away, you know. It was a lot of it was a lot of things to to humor about. Yeah, it was it was that place was a fountain of material, <laughs> like the place where we work, which we will not name. I still got friends that still work there, no. but like it 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 was a fountain of material. You could not lose material working at this joint. Yeah, 
Oh yeah. And also we might be working there. I might might very possibly be working there again. <laughs> <laughs> if they like, you know, if they get it together. No. Yeah, right. But yeah, you gotta keep it unnamed so for that for just for that purpose. Um but I kind of, you know, I kind of enjoy all this though. You know, it's it's kind of a weird day. It's election day, right? Yeah. But as we recording this, it's election day. I don't know if it's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it, as, it, it as is now. <laughs> yeah, give them the uh, give them the background to how we're recording this. That's what we should. Uh, yeah. Like, I, yo. So for those of you I don't, so this episode is going to air after election day. We may or may not know who the president is going to be at that point, but the day we're recording this is election day. There's been a couple polls that have already closed. Uh, we don't know what's going on right now, whatever. But you know, uh, you know what's annoying now, now that we brought this up. Uh, and, and you tell me if this happens to you as well. I'm not a political comedian at all. Like I very rarely, if ever, talk about politics on stage. But people come up to me all the time. Oh man, this 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 administration must give you a lot of material. No, it, it really doesn't. This shit is just it's a, it's a it's not funny to me <laughs> at all. And I only talk about shit well, on stage. You know. Go ahead. No, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh... It's a lot that's not funny, but even in how not funny it is, there's humor there, you know. Absolutely, uh, yeah. And I'm not going. I was definitely, I was definitely in that, and I think I even said that exact sentiment uh, in 2016 on Pop Grits uh, before they was actually elected, but it was recorded in 2016, way before the election. It was released like October, but I had recorded it, I think, way early on in March or May. Uh-huh. Uh huh. May. May of 2016 and I said something about that being you know uh that being funny for inspiration for for a joke for joke's sake because I had some jokes and then uh and then it happened yeah you know and uh then I told those jokes on Drowned in Laughs um and you know as far as pop I'm from the Bay Area so it's a highly politically aware area and so I don't really, I don't really write jokes about some of the real things that's happening in our in our lives. Right. Uh, so much so as I find a way to joke about them. So I don't write, I don't write jokes. But you know, certain shit is all about expression. Exactly. So like, you know, certain shit is like if I can't joke about this, what's the what's the point? You know. Uh, and so I wouldn't brand myself a political comedian. My comedy is conversational. Exactly. And sometimes the top of the the topic of conversation is what's going on in in, in hella aspects of the world. It could be some real like gutter situation, but it could be, you know, it could be some humor in it. It's on me. If I have something in my mind to try, I'm going to try it. If it's doing too much, it's like, ah, we tried it. You was doing too much. <laughs> you did too much. <laughs> yeah. It was like not the way to go. But it's better to do that than like let it sit around in my mind and not do that or just stay all satted up, which sometimes I, you got to do sometimes, you know, see what it's like to have no humor and just be sad as fuck. No. I, I, <laughs> so they, oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. 
you got to try it. To, you got to try it. If that's not you, you got to try it to be like, oh, damn, yeah, this really ain't me. Let me get back to the joy. Let me. Oh, this is funny. While I was fake sad or when I was super sad, this was kind of funny. You know? Yeah, I feel you. But like, thing is, like, politics, I don't know. It, 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 I'll talk about it on stage and shit if I got something funny, but I'm not talking about any kind of results or anything like that. Like, you know, if it's if it's not funny to me, I ain't uh, gonna yeah. talk about the shit. No, I'm not soapboxing. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people in comedy get on the soapbox. And it's the like, worst really shit. <laughs> That's when the comedy if you turn into slam poetry, yeah. and chant talks, and bullshit. Yeah, it's like, and it's that's where. I, like I ain't yeah I don't, I ain't yeah, do, I ain't no soapbox comedian at right. all like I ain't one of they, those they, they trying to get claps right they trying to they trying to give point yeah. they like trying to get it in on debate team type right I'm like man where the humor at yeah though? I mean like this you know, this a but it's this a comedy club not a take right. shit serious club all the time shit but I mean. Even that is funny within itself, you know. Uh-huh. If, you, if you humor it right, once, exactly. the, once enough of them start doing it, you like, okay, y'all are hilarious. Right. <laughs> but it's a <laughs> but know? it's a balance because you and I both seen motherfuckers get on that stage and then oh, they yeah. start Al Sharpton preaching and shit, and I'm like, I right. I'm gonna do them type of jokes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get some of them off with them with them clap. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I try to write something like, wow, he has this really riveting speech, and then. He was like, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <Here's some shit. laughs> he said all this shit. And he was like, nah, he don't give a fuck about something, something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, now we're just brainstorming. I'm probably not even going to do that. It just don't sound like my lane. I was just getting into motivational speaking if I was going to do all exactly. that. Just rent out the annex. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. For sure, be collecting the door, $35 a ticket. For now, because I'm starting off small, right? You know what I mean. You can get way more money in the motivational speech game. Just tell you, listen, all you need to do, and then I, you know, I'm not gonna give out my secrets. So no, don't do give it. They won't give out the secrets there. yet. And don't say and don't listen to my and don't listen to my secrets. Hell no. See, that's why I don't want to tell them because I'm put you to accept or reject. You know my, what I know because what there's my awareness and my awareness is mine while yours is yours. You hold on to yours. And don't, you know, I mean, I'll just say a bunch of that shit because it's true. But, you know, to hear from me, you'll laugh, too. <laughs> so it's like I would just be a motivational. I would just brand myself as a motivational speaker instead of a comedian. And I'll probably go way farther <laughs> in life if I was if I was just like because my comedy style, while it's conversational, it does have that tone of the Everest College dude. Oh, shit. So like, I'm just going <laughs> Y'all ain't knowing about y'all ain't you know, but that is kind of like the vibe I bring to my Yo. comedy. It's kind of like yeah, I just kind of just yell on, you know. what I'm saying I just be like talking about how you, what you don't do basically for a few minutes, and then like try to put you up on game for a few yeah, more. The Everest, like, the Everest College dude, I used to hate that motherfucker. I just I'm trying to like chill out, have a nice little afternoon, and then there's some dude just talking shit at me on TV. I'm like, bruh, I'm I'm on my day off. Don't tell me what the fuck I. <laughs> I think at least that's where the that's where the comic this it's always conversational, but then yeah, that's definitely the tone I've been in <laughs> in a lot of my recent performances. Where it's like, yeah, I'm telling you what it is. You you ain't even listening. Like you're not even really understanding how I'm even telling it to you. You sitting there right now as I'm telling it to you. You're not fucking with, you know what? These niggas. Uh these and I use the term nigga very loosely. I'm rarely talking about 
black folks. I just mean just like a, a group of Oh, don't trip. We 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 good. We we good. My 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 producer is is we allowed to cuss and say shit like that. It's it's all good. Don't trip. Well, I still I still feel like hyped to even explain that. Though. I I know, uh, I feel you. I I, I have to explain that shit almost on a daily basis myself. It's all good. It's 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 the cost to be the boss, honestly. But but shit, yeah, um, I was gonna say something ridiculous like that's black privilege. That's our only. Oh, it's our only. It's our one. only one. It's privilege. our only one privilege. Yay! <laughs> privilege unquestioned, unquestioned. I know. Usage. And even even and even still, that one privilege is challenged like a motherfucker. You know that, right? Like, oh, they be trying to challenge that shit. Oh man, of course. Why should why should we just have that? Why should we have any? Yeah. Why should we have any privilege? You know. Anyway. The thoughts of others is ne- never my business anyway. No. So why even went there? But it's still an interesting, fascinating thing to... But that's why I say it's also a silly and ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> the privilege is... It, I think it was a joke I was telling before I heard it out loud. I was like, oh, okay, hmm, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I got a different joke about the word. Right. I got a different take. <laughs> yeah. This shit. So, um, how? So, do you do the Zoom shows now, right? Like, do you still do Zoom comedy, or do you like? Are you just like basically? Absolutely. Now, how? Because absolutely, I, I'll do it all. Now, I haven't. I, I haven't been doing the Zoom comedy. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. It's just, just not been. I've done it. I'm, I'm doing it all except the old thing, which we can't really. Right, do. which we can't really. Yeah. You know? There's some people that have been going to like live shows and stuff. I'm not there yet. You know, I'm just not there spiritually. No, I'm like I'm not risking it. Clee, uh, Clee Wiggins was on the show with Ed, with Ed Greer, and she says something that I completely agree with. She's like, until people can actually go visit their families in hospitals, I'm not going on stage. And I'm like, yeah, right. I feel you on that. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that important. No, it's not really that important. Um, to to be pulling up to live shows in, in that capacity. But I've done some outdoor shit. You know, I've done some outdoor, some safe, taking precautions. Um, and the Zoom shows are dope. I like that. I got, a, like, a little setup to where I'm holding the microphone and coming from behind a curtain. Oh, okay. So, like, really so you still got the club stuff. feel to it and stuff, so. I got, like, a little club. Yeah, I even set up a different camera and call myself backstage oh, and main stage. <laughs> you know i i get it i get it it's a vibe with me yeah um yeah and i could even have company over you know uh and entertain uh, the stream and the person in the okay you know uh if that's what i was trying to do nice but for the most part yeah man it's just me in the crib and just like oh snap you know wow yeah, because you've been doing a lot of shit at the crib, too, because like, you'd be posting up your meals and stuff on your social media. You up here doing... Uh, some of that, those are the stories. If you saw that, you probably a close friend. Yo, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You up here, you posting your meals, you up here working out, posting thirst traps and shit now. My man up here... Maybe. My, I don't know. my man up here got abs. He, now, now, I got I got to get... They work different, though. I got to get you on this one. Your ass was up here making fun of me working out with my one pose, with my arm and stuff. My man, you up here. Yeah, but you had the one pose. No, you up here got, you got two. 
<laughs> I'm only posting two pictures. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's really all I think I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> uh, I actually posted the workout. Actually, yeah, I, I saw the workout. The I saw the workout. Yeah, upside down. You know, but that's just like a another another uh, just thing that I've been working on. Just the self. You know, really be at home. It's it's a lot you can do at the house. You never really needed a gym like that to actually take no uh, And the only reason you really saw me shirtless was because I felt comfortable. I felt like my my physique was in a place to where I could finally do that. Right, right. <laughs> and yeah, I found that angle. I found the you found that angle. Yeah, when you man, I'm telling you, when you find that angle, man, you, you find that when angle, you find that, like, hold up, hold. Oh. Oh, this is what it's supposed to Once look you like. Find okay, that angle, you going to always take pictures like that. <laughs> you be that. I got a couple angles, though, you know? Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was never, like, really super thirsty, but that's what we got it on our phones for. Right. After a while. And to, to have an opportunity to say, yeah, I'm going to do that or not is, like, you know, that's a privilege. And so, yeah. Uh, I got thirst traps out there, but they don't like really stay out there for a long period of time. And, you know, they really just hype like, like my album covers, exactly. you know, uh, where it's like, oh, <laughs> he just got more releases. <laughs> they get about that. That's another thing, too. Like, I noticed the, the, the fucking shirtless content will get more, get more views and engagement than other things that I be wanting to I feel, yeah yeah so that's another thing that I gotta just you know that I just come come face to face with like oh damn like all right this is uh, this is occurring <laughs> you know they looking at the shirtless more than more than they <laughs> more checking than out the, the material work. yeah that's bars they looking for the shirtless something ain't looking for where the work is right Ooh. now right. you brought up that's you brought up bars at noon earlier Tell us what bars at noon was, because that that was an event for a little bit. An event for a little bit. I'm still doing it. Exactly. That's what that's what that's what I wanted you to say. Now tell us tell us about bars at noon. I'm about to say, man. I did it. I did it yesterday. Yeah. I do Mondays and Fridays. I spoke on a little bit. It's where I, you know, in quarantine, I'm at the house majority of the time, Uh, and so I'm indoors freestyling over beats uh, that Danny Sparks sent me. It started off. Uh, I'm at I'm at episode 62. I just did yesterday. Uh-huh. So I did 60, 63 episodes because uh, it was a special episode. I freestyled on uh, for the May the Fourth. It was a special event. Uh, May the Fourth be with you. Using uh, Mace Windu. I was in the Jedi. I was in the Jedi outfit. Yeah, I got this this uh, this Mace Endo character. Uh, that I was rapping, dressed as, um, and so, yeah, I'll just freestyle for five minutes over a beat, three over three beats, or I'll just total every every time I go live, it's a total of fifteen minutes of rapping, whether it's ten minutes on one beat, five on another, or or whatever combination of me freestyling over three beats, I might just freestyle for 15 minutes 20 minutes over one beat or i just do it or i might just do 10 minutes over three beats i don't know i just kind of just do it how i want to and you know it'd be some bars in there all of this shit is not dope <laughs> uh, 
it shouldn't be. But like out of five minutes, it's like a solid minute, maybe two minutes where it's like, ooh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that was profound. And it's good. And it make, you know, I feel comfortable just grabbing a mic and speaking my mind in rhyme anyways or anytime. And so it was like I, I feel more hyped to do that. From these bars out, like I said, it's 62, episode 62. So it's 63 times 15. You do the math, right? Right. I'm not a, I'm not a super math calculator. I got, I got my phone in my hand, so I can do that. So I can do that. So uh, 945 uh, minutes. 945 minutes, at least. You know, at least 945. Sometimes I go over. You know, never. Un- but that's, you know, that's a lot of. That's a lot of recorded freestyle. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll just be at the house and I'll go back and listen to some of the old freestyles. And it's like, wow, I remember that day. Or I remember when I said that, ooh, is this what I meant? Some of the shit made no sense when I was saying, like, what are you even saying? And I listen back. It's like, yeah. oh, damn. You were saying, damn. Did you even know you were saying that? <laughs> wow. That's amazing. So I, I fuss with it. It's on my YouTube. Uh, it's called Bars at Noon. I actually did 16 Bars at Noon before I felt hype enough to go and record the freestyle at Danny Sparks' studio okay. when I went to record okay. the Bars at Noon, the, the freestyle freestyle that I released on uh, the album, the comedy album, 6ix9ine, Malik, Sex, X, Hilarity, Technology, and Sex, that was remixed by Lil B and I Am Sue. Um, so yeah, so bars at noon was the quarantine activity. That's that's another thing was like making this experience a part of the development of the project was really dope too. And that's kind of what I didn't imagine happening. It kind of was just like a thing. I, I started bars at noon just going live, uh, just going live. And I started this shit from taking... Uh, Cause I needed to go live and do something, right? Yeah. And so I was, I would see who would unfollow me. Like a lot of, I had an app that would show me who unfollowed me, and a lot of it was producers who would follow you, and then they wait till you follow them back, and then they unfollow. Then they unfollow yeah. You. Yeah. And you know, there's nothing you can do about it, really. But I didn't really like that. It was kind of because I, I follow who I follow back. I'm gonna follow back. Right. That was my philosophy at the time. Um. And so I had to I had to just do it. Um, and seeing these producers, some of them I had conversations with that asked me to look up their stuff and then still unfollow you I'll later see, after you link yeah, up. You know I'll what I'm saying? Oh, I'm going to check out your yeah. stuff. Check out my stuff too. You know what I mean? And they'll still unfollow. So I was mad at this one producer. I was like, wow, you unfollow me, bro? Wow. It's real petty. Uh, it's like I even hear myself talk about the shit. It sounds petty, but so I went on his page and I rejected one of his beats, and I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm gonna steal your beat and just freestyle over one of your beats." Right. So like the first three episodes, and I noticed like a few producers had done this, so it was like my my vendetta thing where I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna just take these fools' beats that keep doing this. They keep following, unfollowing. I'm gonna just jack they beat." And it's really, it's nothing nobody can do about nothing. No. <laughs> so it's, no. it's real petty. Then I started like doing this a few times and I was like really having fun freestyling. 
and was like going to jack somebody else's beats. And I was just like, man, I, this part ain't even really that fun because I'm like getting all worked up and mad while I, in the meantime, I know Danny Sparks be sending me beats. So I just loot, I went into my emails and for showing up, it was hella beats that Danny Sparks, he was a comedian or he is a comedian, yeah. but he make beats. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I just went up in one of his beats, started looping his shit. And then, so he started sending me five minute loops. And so I just started kind of growing like that. And I never really went back to jacking the producer beats. <laughs> <laughs> never went back to trying to jack the producer beats, but that's how I started. So from that little crazy seed, you know, I was able to, to just, you know, go in like 63 episodes of this idea where I just chill, talk and freestyle and, and, and run my mouth, you know, a few of them, few of the episodes Danny Sparks actually came through, you know, we was going to expand it into like a, a co-hosted type of thing, okay. but schedules didn't really, yeah. you know what I'm saying, link up like that. Yeah. But the, the show been going through a lot of just like a, uh, upgrades and developments, you know what I mean? Even with the equipment, it started off with just me in front of the windowsill with a phone and, you know, people beats playing in the background. And now I'm like, you know, got microphone and like set up. I'm doing a bunch of just different things. But essentially every episode, though, I'm rapping right at noon on Mondays and Fridays. I might have a little chit chat or something before just like clearing my mind. Uh, but usually right at noon for five, at least five minutes, I'm going to be rapping. Uh, and then I'm going to do it two more times. I think one other episode I did it, I rapped before it was noon and then during noon and then, but that's only because I had to be somewhere. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I do that on my Instagram. I was doing it live on YouTube for a while. Um, you you should subscribe to both my YouTube and my Instagram because sometimes I like going live from YouTube. Um, and sometimes I like going live from Instagram because sometimes the app that allows me to do these things is like behave temperamentally. Oh, okay. And so I had to stop going live okay. from YouTube because I was using Streamlab to go off my phone so I could use my computer to run the, uh, the other interface uh, with, the, uh, with the music, the DJ yeah. interface. Yeah, with the music. So uh then they they did some weird shit with the app so now i'm going back on instagram but it's really essentially following both is going you know i'm able to rip the uh the the video off of instagram and just upload to my to youtube to my, uh playlist to youtube on the playlist if you go to anyamalik.com and just follow the playlist though of the bars at noon you'll get you know all whenever the playlist is updated uh you'll be able to access it either from your subscription or from my website, AnyeMalik.com, uh, or just listen to the track on Spotify right. and hear me freestyle. That was a dope, you know what I mean? Through that, I even kind of developed a, a, a means to to record freestyles, you know, to, to where, you know, because like I said, I was rapping like a long time ago in Oakland before I started comedy along with journalism and all that uh and like studio sessions like writing raps and that like like after the first time you hear beating all this shit like writing a rap and like getting in the booth and do it like that 
that would be a whole that would be a whole time thing, yeah. especially if you're doing collaborative. Yeah, music. that's 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 so time. Always, that's, that's, that's time. Yeah, it's a lot of time. Uh, so even through the years of that, I like refined my process to where I was a. Uh, I would freestyle over a beat and record me freestyling for like ten minutes. And this is after I stopped like really rapping, but Danny Sparks was sending me beats. But I would be just rapping for like 10 minutes and then go back and listen to my freestyle and just cherry pick the shit that I thought was dope out of what I said, you know? Right. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, and then re-record it as that. But, um, but yeah. That was the only that was the only way, but I was only doing that by myself. So to actually get into a studio and kind of have a lot of that time eliminated and just brought efficiency to a recording process that I didn't have to, you know, freestyle too much or I didn't have to write too much. Uh, and with these freestyles, I didn't go back and cherry pick. You know, I just spit a bunch of freestyles and then pick my favorite freestyle out of me just rapping over the time allotment. Of, of of the of the bars okay um in, okay. The, in the machine so so after the 16th one that's when i got into the studio and was like okay uh i'm just gonna rap a bunch to this one beat which was my favorite beat uh that he sent me i rapped a bunch to it and was like oh yeah i like this freestyle yeah i went all the way through on this free but this was my favorite freestyle because i said this this type of way you know and so the one that's out Bars at noon, the freestyle on your digital streaming platform. Yes. It's uh yes. it's my favorite one out of all the ones in his computer. <laughs> so you got the you got my favorite. Uh I even ended with a shout out to Star Wars on some on some more geek. I think there was a um it was two yeah, it was a Jedi reference and a Star Wars reference in there for the geeks. <laughs> For shit. So, uh, so outside of like the uh, entertainment so and outside, stuff, like, and you know, you at home most of the time, like all of us. Um, how do you unwind? What do you do to relax? So, like, what are some things that you into that like outside of, like the entertainment part of the game? Well, I mean, relaxed is not the hard part. I be mean, so relaxed. I'm sleeping for hell hours, <laughs> but uh, uh, mostly you know cooking. And I do get outside. I just don't go right. mix with hella people. I might link up with a home yeah. or another, you know, like wellness checks and shit like that, and just you know, uh, safe distance. Getting not gatherings, but like connecting and coordinating, and like you know, still experiencing a level of community, right. but uh, not on like a uh, a mass level. But um, so for the most part, I'm like prepping food or I'm getting food ready to be cooked or eaten, you know? And so that's, uh, them pictures, you was talking about them pictures that I was posting to some of the meals I was cooking. That, them was the real thirst traps. Yep. That was the real, uh, <laughs> the fried, <laughs> the fried catfish and chicken Yo. and macaroni and cheese. Just a, a, a family feast for one. Right. <laughs> I'm like, who he having over? He got like hella food over there. What's going on? but me eating all that um but that was you know that was even more of a that was even more flexy than um than the shirtless content you know uh and like 
cooking has been really good though not only just because you feeding yourself and nourishing yourself but especially with like certain certain things i was cooking um like the, the catfish and the mac and cheese and shit that like really connect me to to my grandmother okay um who was cooking some types of things for us when we was over at her house and so she no longer with us but I could still make it happen for me in the kitchen and kind of experience some of what she went for or when she went through to feed me <laughs> for me feeding myself. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, ugh, this this her hand doing this a little bit. You know what I mean? So that was even that was even uh, calming and therapeutic. It's something I like to do uh, while I'm posted up at the high. I got some plants and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, I also DJ a little bit. Okay. Um, I was like, I got some, uh, I got some turntables, some Serato type turntables that, uh, I added, uh, to how I, how I go over the beats in bars at noon. But in the spare time, you know, I like to set all that shit up and just kind of, uh, experiment with some blends and some records, not records, some tracks. <laughs> we ain't had records. <laughs> I'm not so dope where I could do this shit on records. I definitely need an automatic. Right. Uh, I'm from the era of like actual turntables and yeah, shit, but yeah. I was not able to do that then. With the digital shit, oh man, I'll be making some magic happen. <laughs> yeah. On the digital. Because like you and I are about shit. the same age, and yeah, I, I I love the turntables and stuff, but no, I can't. I, that's not in my skill set. Can't. I can't do that. Like holding the real disc, yeah. man. Yeah, nah, nah. Digging in them crates to get the disc. Right, right. No, nah, nah, I couldn't have did it. I just search. Man, shouts out to the real DJs. Not like like saying like, you know, people DJing is fake. But I mean, like, even the word DJ, like, is a representative of a disc jockey. Exactly. You know, it's what you... Niggas ain't jocking. Motherfuckers ain't jocking. Nobody discs. ain't jocking disc in a while. Like, Nobody jocked a disc in so long. I saw somebody doing it on quarantine on the zoom somewhere but i could tell she was at she was in she was in her library right i was like she didn't have to carry nothing nowhere yeah, she was yeah. at home it was a hu- going through all her records Yo, was like, it was a hustle like, you had to bring that you had to bring that. yeah it was a hustle being a dj back in the day you gotta lug all that gear around yeah. you gotta you gotta have your disc and you gotta have your your records in a specific order of your mix so you don't get messed up Cause you can't just be up there like, all right, I got to search for this next one to mix in with this one. No, you, you had to be ready and records. When you put them in mass, are heavy as hell too. Some shit. Damn. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. Shouts out to Shouts the DJs. Out to the DJs. That discs, Cause that shit is some hard ass where it's, it's like being in a band. You got to lug all that gear around and stuff from place to place. That shit. Not, yeah. not me. I got. I just search for something to play and and go from there. But right, and then like simulate the scratch exactly like that, man. Or, or like match the BPM. <laughs> <laughs> Push a button and have it match the BPMs all automatic. Yeah, no, nah, we got it good. Uh, so yeah, I definitely let me say it again because I really enjoy you know what my my little digital turntable can do, um, and so. I definitely be appreciating like how they able to do that without the 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 digits, <laughs> the digital shit, right. without the, the algorithm helping them out. They like, oh yeah, I can blend this, I'll blend them. 
we'll do this and I'll be scratching, you know. And I was like, damn, how did y'all do it in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 80s 90s? 80s, 90s, and DNA was Thousand, early thousands. Yeah, early thousands. Somebody was like, nah, all right, fuck this. We got to find a better way to do yeah. this shit. Yeah, around the mid thousand, around the uh, mid, around the oh five. No, yeah, shit, that's when they kind of started to fall. Oh five was like really uh, starting to be like everybody had their yeah. MacBooks and stuff. Was like, all right, we doing it this way now. Right, right, right. But even then, it was like a couple years later before. Before it was, it was like, like across the board. Yeah, like twenty ten. It was it was twenty nine, twenty ten. Yeah, yeah. That's when it was. That's when it was nuts. That's when they said, okay, it's straight digital, everything digital. Everything. Uh, every, every, all DJs digital. The music, the, the, yeah, the whole shit. Yeah. Not for it, like to say, is, is, is whack. Because uh, I like a lot of the dubstep and EDM. Right. Uh, some of it, I like some of the way they would flip a lot of records, you know? That shit was, that shit was dope or is dope. Depends on how it's done. Depends on how it's done. Not when it's like super formulary. Right. You know, but sometimes it can be, but depending on, you know, if it's done right, like a lot of Skrillex shit is dope. A lot of his remixes was really dope. Especially if you hear the real, the regular songs that a lot of them things that, he, that they flipped, you know, it was it's a dope, it's a dope sound. But man, shouts out to the DJs <laughs> yeah. that was doing it. Shouts out without the without the analogs. Shout the real analogs. heroes because a lot of them, a lot of them today, a lot of those old school DJs when they get gigs and stuff. Now they still bring the record sets with them and stuff. They had they didn't they didn't adapt. Which hey, more power to them. It just couldn't be me lugging all that shit around, you know. Man, I used to uh, I used to actually. I'm not used to like I was doing it on a regular basis, uh-huh. but a, a couple of times I had to to ride a DJ, a DJ switch. Um, uh, brother from the Bay, uh, I had you know he had some gigs, and I wanted to get in. I was promoting, um, and so yeah, I was like doing Gorilla Market Street Team promoting. I would ride him to like far out spots. With his records, uh-huh. he was like me and the Mazda. I'm mobbing this little Mazda 323 in these records, and he big. And so it's like it was weighed down. We was weighed down <laughs> like all them records, and uh, he was of size, you know. Yeah. Not to like, I'm not roasting. It was just a funny, and I got kneecaps, so I had the seat pushed all the way back. I'm in this little 323, look up a Mazda 323, oh, a little small ass. We had that shit. You know, that's why I was My like, knees hurt thinking about like, that yeah, shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I was there Wow, I remember I yeah, used to shout out to DJ Switch, man. I got to check in on that brother, man. I don't even I don't even know if he's still with us, man. Hey. That's that. Shit, we got to check in on that brother. Well, shit. Um, yeah. Well, before we head out, I'm out of here. Uh, let everybody know where they can find you. AnyaMalik.com. A-N-Y-I-M-A-L-I-K.com. Um, that has, like, that's like the hub where you can get everywhere that you want to see me at. Uh, I'm already in, I'm already where I'm at. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm already where you, I'm already where you need me. I'm already where you are. So if you just look, look up Anya Malik, A-N-Y-I. M A L I K. I'm probably there. Definitely would be dope if you looked it up on your digital streaming platform, like your Apple Music or your your Spotify or your Title. 
or your Google Play or your Amazon, whatever. Tell Alexa to play the aforementioned Anya Malik in pre-COVID Black Mirror Bandersnatch remix bars. If you can remember to even say, you gotta that say. To if you can say all of that to Alexa, you 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 got it. You you dope if you can do all that. Because <laughs> or I think you can probably say tell Alexa to say play Anya Malik's latest EP. There you go. Uh, hey, I think you could. Yeah, I think if you say that, that'll work. And and if you listen into this, you'll probably say, if she say some shit like if she if she say some shit like who is Anya Malik, motherfucker, like record that and send it to me because she she acting brand new. Yeah, because when you in an Alexa commercial, like I was, so it, it was, should she should know who you are. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> definitely, definitely. But that's probably not even gonna happen like that. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that. Yeah, yeah. To Alexa, you say it. You can say it. For, you say it to Siri. Say it to Siri. You know. Say it to your your digital automated. You could say it to Cortana. Uh, you could say it to all the digitals. Um, and if they say we don't know who that is, um, just go to your thing and then type Anya Malik. Uh, they do. The robots do kind of be fucking the name up. They be kind of do. But you could just make them. You can, it. yeah. You can teach Google, them how to Google pronounce Google it right. Because Siri used to call yeah, you Angi on my phone, so I'm like, who the hell is that? Yeah. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. I'm glad you. I'm glad we made the time to do this. Like, it, it, it's good to talk to you. Good to hear from you. We we talk fairly often online and stuff, but it's just good to 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 hear you doing good, and we we making this podcast work. Um. Uh, man, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me on. No, man, it's it's all love, man. So, um, so this is gonna wrap up this episode of Temple of Geek. We want to thank everybody who tuned in today, and especially our guest, I am Malik, for being here with us today. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. And if you want to check out some of our other episodes of the show, head on over to TempleofGeek.com. You'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.